What's going on everybody? It is Justin Davis. Welcome to another episode. This is going to be a jam-packed, very breaking news, very wild edition of the A-Show. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, join, joining me is my co-host, my brother, Jamil. Yeah, man. Here we go. What's let's going on? Yeah, let's let's just get right into it. I mean, it was, skip the pleasantries. It's been a crazy week in wrestling, right? Like this whole week. Um, I feel like it's been that way for a couple of weeks now. I yeah. don't know if it's like just because of I don't know. And usually in this season, it's pretty dull. It's pretty low. It's yeah. pretty. There's a low. There's a. There's not really much going on in terms of you know wrestling or or things of the sort. But this this season has been crazy, bro. Yeah, absolutely. And just when you thought it couldn't get any crazier, it gets crazier. Up until maybe three hours before we started filming this, or not filming this, but started recording this episode. But we'll start off with the the mo- the. I guess the oldest news at this point is that uh, it was revealed on Saturday uh, that Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega will be uh, having a very big marquee match at Russell Kingdom 12. How do you feel about that? I like it. I like uh, um, I like the... I think um, over the past few years, it probably starting with Russell Kingdom 9. Um, and, I, and I'm not a big, you know, NJ... <laughs> sorry. New Japan NJP, fan. New Japan. Um, I'm not a big New Japan watcher, as you can obviously hear from my just like butchering it out the game. Um, But I think for the past couple years, since probably like Wrestle Kingdom Nine, they've been trying to find a U.S. audience, or at least a stronger U.S. audience. And there's no, at at this point, there's no bigger marquee match than Chris Jericho, who I guess is a free agent now because his contract with the WWE is over, and Kenny Omega, one of the biggest stars in New Japan. Right. So it, it looks like. At least, you know they've been they've been doing things with they they've um, they've founded the, the new U.S. Championship over there, and they've been doing things to sort of bring the American audience in a little in a little bit more. And I think Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega is a perfect match to do that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, this this was a surprise to everyone during the show after uh, Kenny Omega had defeated uh, Trent Beretta um, before the announcement was made, and uh, it's been said that Jericho is a free agent now. Is that a big match, by the way, Kenny Omega versus Trent Beretta? Um, just, I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Relatively, I, I think that that match was more so building Trent Beretta into the heavyweight division to see if he could hang. I guess that was the story of the of the match itself was that Trent needed to prove himself because. Because he was, he's been entrenched as a junior tag team wrestler for the last three to four years. So yeah, oh, okay. it, it was I a like big match. I like Trent, so it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm interested in see. I feel like he could also have like a Kenny Omega esque sort of build eventually. But you know, I don't, I don't watch much of New Japan. But I feel like I always felt like he had the sort of. He, has, he at least has some sort of moxie, charisma, something like that. Yeah, he, can, he does, absolutely. And, and I think it was probably his best um, match I've ever seen him in. And obviously, I mean, Kenny Omega, you can say that with anybody. But uh, right. it, it was it was a great match. I think he, he Kenny allowed him to get a lot of stuff off. And Kenny was, a, was able to play a role that he doesn't play very often. And that is the cocky... Um, elder statesman of the match, where he's he's kind of looking down on the on the on the less explore not less experienced, but the the new guy coming into it. Right. But um, I I think that the the Jericho move to to New Japan is interesting. He's saying it's going to be a one shot. It's not going to be um a prolonged. I don't believe, I don't believe it either. I I don't I really like I'm 
not saying he's a dastardly guy, but I really don't believe anything he says because he has a history, I guess, on social media of just like fooling the fans, which is cool. Because I always like, I believe in the wrestling business, like expect the unexpected. The unexpected is probably the most being unpredictable is the hottest thing in wrestling. Like, yeah. being, not being able to predict things, leaving it up to inquiring minds. I think you get a lot of interest and intrigue going, and I think that's what he. He has here. I mean, I don't think it'll be one off, but I feel like it still is just like wow. Like I, I woke up and I was like, wow, I can't believe this is actually happening. Will that make you watch Russell Kingdom? Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'll be up at five a.m., three a.m., five a.m. I think they have to figure out like a time that works best around the globe. But really, between Japan and the United States, it's not really that solid. Well, when time. is when is January fourth? January fourth this year is going to fall on a Thursday, so that will be a Wednesday show <laughs> at around two a.m. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So see, that doesn't even like if I, if it was like. If it was like something January 1st or December 31st, I don't know. But I feel like it's definitely in the middle of the week. Hell no. I probably won't be able to watch it unless I take off work and I don't. That could happen, but I'm not going to do it. (laughs) With with, with this past year um, in wrestling, period, would you say that Jericho is probably the smartest man in the business? I mean, this Uh, this is a guy that's literally reinventing himself again. I think I think he is. I think he's like the ideal wrestler at this point in like 2017, 2018 that we're heading. Like the ideal. I think he wants to. He is what a lot of wrestlers would ideally like to do, and that's not just be like, oh, I'm you know doing this WWE schedule, and you got like 300 dates and all this other thing. You work in house shows, you work in TV, you work in everything. I think he's found a way where he's just like, I can do this part time. I can do what else I want part time, which is be a rock star, write a book, have a TV show online podcast blah 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 and then he's like and then he's like oh I can also jump to a completely different you know company and, and do something over there while still maintaining my relationship over here Absolutely. and I think that's I think that's like just be, that's like 20 years 25 years of just like having this value on the market and knowing your worth and knowing your value and knowing what you can contribute and knowing, hey, I can do this here and I can still come back there. It doesn't mean the doors close here. It doesn't mean the doors close on WWE ever because I think he's still valuable in WWE. But it also means like, yo, I can go to New Japan and I can I can kill it there and that will raise my stock just yeah. entirely. It, 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 it's, it's Even 25 years later, I think this match raises Chris Jericho's stock. Well, as well as, as, well as Kenny, yeah, and I and I tweeted this. I said like, if Jericho can pull this off and and get Kenny, like, because yeah, I, I can I I liken this to remember um, when Punk was in the Indies and, and Eddie Guerrero went against him, and that was the that was the that was the okay who's this who is this guy? Like I know that WWE knows who Kenny is, but I think right. let, letting him work a guy that was there makes it look better for him if that makes any sense like it, it's it's 100%. like oh like he can bring his level he can bring that level there just sort of like how how, how aj and jericho went at it um almost two years ago but yeah. i i'm super excited about this match i think the wrestle kingdom card is insane right now I, I, i'm actually excited for it now and uh do you think do you think this has a possibility of like introducing kenny omega to the wwe because i know a lot of people have had speculation and maybe shows up at the royal rumble i don't know if that's necessarily going to happen it might be too soon i don't know how his contract situation is looking um for the i know it's up in 2018 and he probably wants to explore and probably wants to say like hey i'm going to give wwe a try again um but 
do you feel like this is just like you know you, you, we're, I, we're helping them open the door towards that new WWE possibly Kenny Omega WWE 2018 I, I think that just as someone who watches it and 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 I I am very vocal about the booking of Kenny Omega I was you know he didn't have a match announced for Wrestle Kingdom until Saturday but um I think Kenny has a lot more that he can do in that in that um in that promotion right now he still hasn't won the belt he still hasn't won the, the main heavyweight title there even though he's had three matches with okada he's not he hasn't beaten okada i think he has a few with naito that he could still go to i still think that he has a few with cody rhodes that he could go to as far as you know within the bullet club and i and i still think that they want to get the um ibushi and omega match done before he leaves so i'd say give kenny another year but i still i would say that this jericho match is definitely going to have his phone ringing at this point go ahead it wouldn't be too late now would it? it wouldn't be a thing where it's like all right i'm sticking around to see what i can accomplish here and then you know you do accomplish the things and and then you suddenly one year becomes three years and then you end up in a like maybe it's a sting thing where it's like sting i think honestly took too long to come to the wwe when he he eventually did in 2014 but that was way past his prime and he really stuck true to tna yeah um or maybe it's like a aj styles thing where it's just like it doesn't matter because he's just He's that damn good. Yeah, he's that damn good. I I think that Kenny knows his worth. I think that there is also no ceiling also for for indie, you know, for indie wrestlers now, but I also know that in his heart of hearts, he knows that there are a lot of matchups in America that he hasn't done yet and he can't do until he goes to WWE. And I think that I think that we're going we're going to see a lot of those hopefully in 2019 if he decides to go, but I, I think 2018 is going to be Kenny Omega's year for real in New Japan. So, um, the, the next thing that I want to get at, I didn't get a chance to watch this, but I, I just want to get your opinions on the Ric Flair 30 for 30 that came on last night. Oh, I watched it on and off. So, of course, like, I'm, I'm, I, I try to catch up a little bit with it today, but I, I definitely did see part of it and I got the general gist of it. And I like, um, I like the Ric Flair 30 for 30 just because I, I feel like, I think it was something more for the casual fans and not necessarily just for the wrestling fans. I think this was more of a story of, like, they're trying to compare, you know, the man Richard Flair to, like, Ric Flair. And it's, like, the like the man versus, like, the man. Like, it's a, I think that sort of dichotomy they're trying to get through. And it's just, like... Um, like I feel like it's I don't know it's it, it, it was it was pretty good yeah. I think it, it I think it could have gone longer but then I also feel like I think it was long enough I don't know I, they skipped a lot of things but I, this was also like not a wrestling documentary did they touch on TNA like, they touched on TNA briefly like literally probably the last 20 years of his career they breezed through it in probably like the last 30 minutes <laughs> um, so it was like even they they he got to the WWE and then you know eventually he goes back to WCW and gets beat by Hulk Hogan and they say like yo he's a guy who helps put people over and then he's back to WWE and regains his confidence and then they talk about his retirement match his great great retirement match and then he heads to TNA briefly because he just needs the money yeah. that he hasn't invested he hasn't done anything like he hasn't he spent so much that he hasn't really turned anything to any value so he has to go back to wrestling so it's kind of it, it, it was a up 
and down sort of thing. They talk about his health and his, and you know, just the flamboyance of Flair. It's not. I like it. It's not a wrestling documentary, which is probably just like if you want that, you can just go on the network and pick it up. There's like probably like three of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's like it's like another side. I like the perspective of it at least. It's just for a wider audience. It tells us tries to pick up a story as thirty for thirty documentaries trying to do of just like human and human nature and and all that stuff, which I'm really really into. Okay. Uh, I, I'll definitely have to check this out. I, I just I was trying to do it before we recorded this episode. Couldn't get to it. But if anybody has seen it, uh, let me know how you feel about it. Uh, hit me yeah, on Twitter. Tweet yeah, tweet us, us at OG Johnny Five or at Meals TV. And let us know who you'd like to see a thirty, um, thirty for thirty on. Like uh, besides just Ric Flair, I think there's Sin Cara. Sin Cara. Sin Cara. Uh, yeah. All right. Well. All of them, all the Sincaras. All the Sincaras, Sincara, Sincara Negra, Sincara, all of them. Uh, um, to, to our biggest news item, because we have to kind of like, we have to get to SmackDown. I think that's the, the thing that we, we have to talk about today on the show. But um, the biggest news story of the week, literally, like I said at the beginning of the show, happened uh, about three hours ago. It, it is currently November 8th, uh, and we got word from uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet and Ryan Satin that uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were sent home from the UK tour uh, I would say probably yesterday if it was in the UK and they're currently they're currently in the US right now and they were um, reprimanded for some disciplinary issues uh, that stemmed from their appearance on Smackdown which initially I did not even understand or recognize had even happened yeah it seemed kind of well I, I think these are things you don't really like know what was going on until someone tells you, I remember a couple, probably over a decade ago, something similar happened with Matt Hardy. Um, he was supposed to take a choke slam from oh, the yeah. Undertaker, yeah, and he just walked out of the ring, and he was like, he had so much heat after that, just for not, just I guess it's unprofessional to do that, but um, yeah, he's you know I have no idea what's going on with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at least, but they were sent home from the tour, so that's a lot of money. They're probably. Um, losing out on um, and of course uh, according to Ryan Satin uh, and shout out to him for getting the exclusive um, he also has a video in the in the link uh, or in the story of what exactly happened apparently uh, the, the Sammy and Kevin were supposed to feed the New Day uh, following the match with Sami Zayn and Kofi Kingston on SmackDown, but for some reason they didn't do that and they left the ring. And for people that don't know what feeding is, that means that you know when you're a heel, it's it's your job to feed the feed the babyface and let them do a comeback on you, just so that you can be fended off and you can leave the ring. So apparently at the end of the match, and we're kind of going ahead on SmackDown here, but I don't think we were going to. The match is kind of unspectacular anyway, but um. Kofi Kingston beats uh, Sammy with, I believe, a, a crossbody or something like that. Or, or yeah, the, it was kind of weird. It, it was, was a crossbody. Yeah, it was a weird crossbody, and he, he pins him. Kevin Owens immediately goes into the ring and attacks Kofi, which I thought was weird when it happened because it happened almost as soon as the ref hit three. Yeah, um, he kind of just jumped in the ring and went at it. Yeah, like, almost as if I feel as though if he would have gotten in there a second a second earlier, he was trying to break up that pin and have them move. Yeah. Like, when you look at it now, it's like it looks really odd, and they didn't actually actually have music playing after um kofi won but he beats up kofi kingston they leave the ring and the segment ends we awkwardly with the new day kind of just in the ring waiting for them to come back 
Um, so uh, multiple sources. It wouldn't make any sense to be honest with you. Yeah. Like three on two. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just wouldn't make sense. Exactly. And um, apparently, since publishing the story, uh, Ryan uh, had gotten word from a number of sources within the WWE that said that uh, Owens and Zayn were have been increasingly hard to work with in the past couple of weeks. Uh, I guess we can speculate on that, Mills. Why do you think that is? I think it probably, if I'm saying for the last couple of weeks, it probably has to do something with Sammy's heel turn and just sort of things making sense and things not making sense. Right. Like, I guess for the first week, you had Sammy Zayn take a win and then now both of them are out Survivor Series. Yeah. So what do you do with them now? So I guess it's kind of like the booking. They're not sure what's going on, especially now they've got this sort of program where Sammy's a heel. You know, we... We, you know, compromise him being, I guess, a glorious face to to become a heel, and now we're trying to move into this program. But it feels like they're being left on the cutting room floor in a sense, because um, I don't know. Maybe it's it's just the way the program is that Survivor Series isn't quite the stop for them. Maybe it's Clash of Champions where something major happens. But you it's know, just it's, weird. Uh, it, it's very weird the way that I mean, you have Sammy beat Randy Orton one week and then he's losing two weeks prior in a row and, and then Kevin Owens lose the following week so it's kind of like well what did we just do like yeah. what, what really were we trying to accomplish because it just kind of like blew the steam off and then possibly going to a third week where it's just like alright now we're feeding for the new day it's like what is really going on yeah what, what's, what's essentially like what are we doing here who's booking this crap and this know? is what I this is what I feared and this is what I said when the the Survivor Series um booking started to take place and the, and the story started to take place is that these these storylines are in a holding pattern and i said it before these the kevin owens Sami Zayn, shane mcmahon program is on the back burner and it has been on the back burner for the past month and i don't even think that program is as hot as it is anymore they i mean they bring up the hell in a cell match but the the impact is lost i feel like sammy transition out of it i think after survivor series you transition out of it i think there's always going to be that struggle um but i think we start to transition out of it into something else um i don't know what possibly a championship program maybe and Uh, um and there is more there are actually there's actually another report from bruce uh, Bruce mitchell at the pw insider i believe um, where they said that there was a situation where Owens was allegedly complaining loudly on the tour bus after the taping, which one person decreed was the last straw following a long few days of touring. So, um, who who knows what's going on? Who knows what he was complaining about? I I yeah. honestly think that this is cooler heads will prevail here. Prevail here. Yeah, I mean, even you know, Kevin Owens has had. I guess family issues over the last couple of weeks. It could be something personal that he's going through, and he just, you know, he, it's a, probably a tough time in his life. We have no idea, but it, it, it could be it could be a whole mixture of things. It could be professional. It could be personal. It could be a lot of things. Yeah, and uh, we, we we won't know. I guess it's between us uh, and the people on that bus, or, or, or oh, for speculation. Yeah, the the speculation's weird. Um, I think that. I'm not. I see both sides. I don't think they're wrong for disagreeing. I don't think this is the first time they disagree with with their with, with their um with their booking. I don't think it'll be the last. I gotta salute both of them for riding for each other for more than anything. Yeah, I 100% agree. It makes a good story. I think it's kind of still, um, I guess, in the term, just unprofessional. But I think you 
if they've learned anything from the last decade of WWE and people doing what they want to do, it's just like, you know, you do what you want and then ask for forgiveness later or something like yeah. that. <laughs> Punk would say that a lot. But, um, you know, I think it builds to something. It builds a lot more intrigue or either that or they get, you know, shitted out for the next three months or so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so hopefully this this will. I mean, we got one more week this, this, to two Survivor Series, and then we can get back to the actual programs on on SmackDown. And actually, I'm, I'll, they'll be better for it. I, I think Sammy and KO are still in line to cost SmackDown the the match. I just think that having your talents aimlessly, you know, walking around <laughs> doing nothing for weeks is just it's it's very ill advised. Um, I think they could have they come up with something smarter, something like, yo, we're boycotting the show, we're not showing up, and then, you know, just yeah. show up. Yeah, I, or, or have, or, 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 like, do a suspension angle where, where, you know, or something like that, but but then that keeps them off of the, the TV shows, and, you know, that's that's a part of their money, too. So, who knows? Um, but going into this week's shows, uh, did you watch Raw? I did. Um, I did, despite it being taped. Yeah. Both were on SmackDown being taped. I did watch Very, Raw, very so. must watch shows. Both shows had a title change this week. That I like it. That changed up everything for, for Survivor Series. Everything we know about Survivor Series and what we what me and Mills have been talking about for the past two weeks is changed. Everything has changed. Like nothing is the same. Good shit. <laughs> it's looking pretty shaky. So as as you guys probably already know, there are new tag champions, and that is um, Cesaro and Sheamus. They are now three time, I believe, tag champions. And uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Two years ago, who would have thought this would have this would have happened? Yeah. Um, and then again, it's like, what else are we really gonna have them do? <laughs> exactly. They defeated uh, the half shield. The I guess it's the <laughs> the plastic shield. The of the shield. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's like it's a. It, I, I don't quite understand it. Well, my first rationalized reason was like, okay, clearly Roman isn't coming back in time for Survivor Series. So it's like, all right, why are we continuing with the Shield thing? Maybe we want to move to something new and sort of wash the Shield out until a later date. Yeah. But it looks like Roman Reigns is coming back to Raw next week. Yeah, he's coming uh, back. And I mean, reports were saying as early as Monday morning that they were already prepared that he wasn't going to come back. He's not on the UK tour and in the show on raw, he's actually re- or his spot, so to speak, that we were waiting t- for Roman to be in. And everyone thought he was going to be the fifth man went to Jason Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that got a, that got a, a chorus of booze on Monday from the UK crowd. Um, I don't blame them. <laughs> I don't blame them. I don't blame them. <laughs> I think Jason Jordan is like, He's a black hole. He's a black hole. Yeah, they're, they're trying too hard. I think it's, but I, I, I see what they're trying to do, but they're trying too hard. Yeah. And I think um, with him, he just needs to, it's probably just going to turn heel, to be honest with you. Become some sort of negligent child. Just like, he's going <laughs> to be a jobber, because as far as the star power on that show, I don't see him realistically beating anybody on the on the top no. of the card there. I just don't he's, see it. He's a reason. Yeah, he doesn't look like, as much as they want him to be, like, the guy next, he still doesn't look like the guy. I know he works very hard, and he's a, like, dependable worker, but he just doesn't feel like the guy. He just feels like a guy. another, <laughs> yeah, another guy in singlets they're trying out, especially next to Kurt Angle, and they're trying to, it's, it's, it's that's big shoes to fill, because yeah. Kurt Angle was amazing at everything he does. And I, I think that Gable got the better end of this deal, honestly. 
for, with, with what's going with what's going on SmackDown. I and what I feel as though is going to happen. I think Gable got the, the better end of the deal. Um, also, the women's team was filled out on on Raw as well. Uh, no, actually, it actually, actually, it's not. It's not. It's, it's filled out more actually. But um, Asuka is on the team. Something I was very vehemently against last uh, last week. And uh, Sasha Banks is on the team. I mean, who else you gonna put on the team? Like, <laughs> to be honest, it's like I, I, put I like Dana Brooke up there. The, I, no, <laughs> I like what they're doing with the team. I like what they're. I like the, the build. It's, it's very different from SmackDown, who really only have six women. So <laughs> yeah, so it's like you're all on the team, kind of. Except, except Lana, yeah. Except Lana. But, but I feel like it's. It's a it's a good it's a good story. I think it's a good story, at least for Bailey too, in terms of just like I hope she doesn't end up on the team. Is this I the Bailey is this the beginning of the Bailey uh rehab? I hope so. I really do. I think uh I think a lot of people I think the booze have gone down a yeah. bit. Yeah, they have. They have. Since um a couple while since a while ago. Incredibly uh, over. She was incredibly over on Monday, so Yeah, so I think just because they've been just not doing too much with her and they, she's been I guess improving on the promos the promos haven't been like the same as they've been before and it's just, I think they should just take this in a different direction I hope it's not a heel turn for Bailey. no I just hope it's just like a restart like we're restarting this we're trying something new we're going forward with this I hope so, so that's too. our hope that's I hope our hope so I, I really do I really do like Bailey. like I feel like she's a solid worker um and I just feel like They've given her shit. They give they've given her a shitty end of the stick as far as even promos and stuff like that. They've given her really shitty. Yeah, they put her in like they threw her in the deep end way too early. Even with the like the Charlotte feud, I think Charlotte outclassed her on the mic and just even in the ring and just didn't look believable. And then yeah. Alexa Bliss comes in and totally murders her, and it's just a whole lot of. Sh- yeah, um, but also we also have the men's side of the. I mean, uh, beside uh, Jason Jordan, the men's side of the smack of the of the Raw men's uh, match was finalized on Monday. Obviously, Roman Reigns was replaced with Jason Jordan, we believe, and um, Braun Strowman was, was added to the match. He was added last week, but they they officially announced it this this week. And Finn Balor and Samoa Joe, who had a great match on Raw, I think. Um, yeah, I think it's it's a really good match. I think it's really good, and that's probably the best part about the UK Raws is that they just like they let them hey, go. We're gonna get people. T- yeah, we're just gonna give people time, and yeah. I like how they've been doing the Raws at least for the last couple of years in the UK because they realize there's taped. No one really wants to watch them. They used to give them a lot of popcorn matches. Yeah, nothing of real value because they it felt like they weren't canon because it was just like hey, we're just trying to get through this and have a good fun time. Yeah, but now they're having important shit happened so it's like you kind of want to watch it and i loved i loved that they didn't have finn or joe lose the match and i love that they had those guys play off of their rivalry and fight and and really have a really good pull apart brawl after that thank you god (laughs) thank you god and and that gets me that gets me to my my next point and that is i feel is and and this is just something that i feel just from watching the show for the past couple of weeks and um i think you can agree on one of these guys i don't know if you'll agree on the second one i think that braun and finn if you take roman out of the equation braun and finn are probably the two and three two and three top faces on that show yeah but i feel like 
it's a it's like as Roman then there's a little bit of distance and they're blonde then it's still quite some distance it's still a little bit more distance and it's like Finn I feel like he's not uh, like I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you. I feel like Braun and Finn switch depending on the week. No. I feel like Braun and Finn switch. Finn is consistently over every single week. Braun Strowman came out of a garbage truck, bro. That doesn't matter. It's the demon that, like, Finn is. I, I, I would. You know what? I'd even venture to say, and and you know, on Twitter, you guys can 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 tell me how you feel about this. Braun and Braun and Finn might be the two, the the one A one C. Nah, not one. One A, one A, one. I mean, one B, one C, one B, one C. Bell for me is like two A. Would like you say? Would you say that he's more over than Seth Rollins right now? I think he is. No, no. I, I think he is. I think he's more over than Seth Rollins. I think the direction. I think a lot of people love Finn, but I feel like they haven't really done anything with him of any strong value I mean they put him in a title match earlier this year I feel like they haven't done anything like the directions on Finn where you see Braun Strowman and he has all these toys he gets to play with similar like Stone Cold back in the day or you know a lot of these programs he's ending raw he's beating Big Show in cage matches beating Roman Reigns showing up in garbage trucks having these big matches well you can't do that with Finn you can't do a lot of that stuff with Finn he's not gonna yeah, but I feel like I mean, why not? But I feel you can, like you're gonna put no Finn. Fumble. You're gonna put Finn Balor in a, in a trash can and then think that it's gonna be believable that he like, like Braun has been built as from a heel perspective. Like a lot of the but stuff that like, happened was when he was a heel still. But I feel like he's not. They haven't put. The, they haven't shown the spotlight on Finn Balor yet. I feel like they haven't done that as of yet. I feel like they've just. They're still treading water. There's so much more that he can do. He has, isn't at nearly the peak of like what he could be, especially since he's been doing this, um, this, this Bray Wyatt feud for so but, long. But he, he's, he, get, he's still he's remained over. To be honest with you, he's probably going to get back to he's, it. No, I, I, I don't agree with that either. I think, and, and I, before I get to that point, I think that even the Bray, the Bray feud didn't kill him like the Bray feud killed Dean Ambrose. I'm not saying it killed him. I'm, not, I'm just saying like he's not where he could probably be. He's not number one. Oh, no, he's I agree. Even. I agree. I agree with so, that. But I don't think that he's going right back to the Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt feud. I think he's going to go straight to Joe. I think I think, I think what he, they I think what they showed on Monday shows that that's the direction that they want him to go in next. I, well, I guess you're probably right about that. Um, just from the direction, it depends what happens in Survivor Series. But I feel like he's not. I feel like Finn Balor definitely has the value to be the top guy but yeah. I feel like he is not there as of yet and he hasn't even hit like the pinnacle or even like touched it yet I think he did when he had the universal title and they were all in for him yeah. and then for some reason like just because of the injury things priorities got shifted and it became all about Roman again because he was going up while Roman was kind of on the downward trajectory because of his suspension Absolutely. but it's like I feel like they could it's, I feel he's definitely to me he's two A. He's not he's not the he's the third biggest by proxy of just like there's no one else. Like he he's it's it definitely is I think uh, Roman Braun than him, but I don't think I think it's a little bit of a distance between Braun and, and 
and Finn Balor in terms of who's more popular right now. I think we'll start to see that gap close. I and, I, and I'll I'll put I so. I'll put I'll put I'll put a lot of stake on that that we'll see that gap close. And and I feel the same with like Nakamura. I feel like that gap is gonna because I feel like Nakamura might be like fourth over, fourth or mm. fourth over on SmackDown. Mm, I could see that. Maybe maybe like behind like you gotta you gotta you gotta factor in KO. He gets like face pops you know like yeah like, I, I could see that yeah he, I, um, but, he, the, but i feel like that gap will close and nakamura could, could be a lot a lot bigger um another happened big on raw did you like the did you like the um the under siege 2 like at the end of the show um yeah. that was cool as far as getting us to what i think we all believe is going to happen with that we're going to have a shield new day match and i think you'll you're going to be able to hide roman in that match and i think that's that's a bigger match than what was what was advertised at first yeah. and I, and i think that we'll we'll finally get to see like you know we, we, we'll maybe get a visual on monday or tuesday of, of shield versus new day and we'll like will it be like the the wyatt pop i don't know but um, I think it's definitely it's a big a match. match man. It's you a good match. Roman Reigns, New Day has been doing great work over the past couple of years, and like Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose are just good, just generally, and Roman Reigns as well. So I think it's going to be a good match if they give it enough time. Like I think you, I think it's a once in a life, not like once in a lifetime, but it's like considering they're both on different brands, they're both faces. You know, there's no one distinct heel team that can come over. There's like there's no way to build a program out of this so you get that once match like that Finn Balor AJ Styles match we got last month or something like that yeah like we get that once in a lifetime match so I think it should be good if they if they book the show <laughs> if yeah. they make it to the show um I uh, the biggest thing to me that happened was uh Pete Dunne showing up and beating the shit or not beating the shit out of Enzo but beating Enzo clean <laughs> on Monday you think that was a one-off do you think he's like permanently on have they incorporated the UK division? Because I don't know if that was a one-off or not. It's What's a one-off. On? It's a one-off. I heard it was a one-off. Oh, uh, that sucks. I mean, it, I I, it's a good, it's product. a good litmus test. It's a good litmus test for them to see if Pete Dunne could come over and and possibly do something. But I don't want him to be in Two Hundred Five Live. I want him to actually be on the main show. I think he could be huge as a heel on on Raw. Mm, I feel like they're gonna put him. I feel like all those UK guys are probably hovering around Two Hundred Five anyway. Yeah. Or at least seem like they do, so maybe they might keep them there. But I don't, I don't know what they're doing with the UK division. It seems kind of like, hey, you know, we'll use you when we need you. But other than that, you know. Oh, they just, were you know. they were used awfully on on two hundred five live. I I want to rant on that, but I, I mean, nobody watches that show. But I think that they look like complete dorks on two hundred five live. Yeah, I saw that. I watched it on YouTube. I watched Enzo sort of running them down. Yeah, and they just stood uh, there. And then. Enzo handedly beating Tyler Bates. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm glad that Pete Dunne wasn't a part of that. I'm glad they at least had the respect for him, and that's why I think he'll be a lot higher than a lot of those guys because they look at him in a lot higher stature. Just the way they presented him on the show, you know, was was that he was a big deal, and I thought that was dope. I would have loved uh, if they just scrap this, you know, Enzo Kalisto thing and do a 205 versus Cruiserweights at Survivor Series. I think that would be dope. You mean 205 versus UK? Yeah, two hundred five. Yes, two hundred five versus the UK. Yeah. I think that would be dope that they subscribe because no one's no one's really interested in this Kalisto Enzo feud anymore. Like, 
Well, thankfully it'll be over. Thankfully it'll be over after this. And I, I, you know, we have been hearing rumblings that Hideo Tommy is coming soon to 205 Live and uh, Rockstar Spud as well. So we're going to be getting an injection of new talent to the show really soon. And I think that that will help with having Enzo there and having him play off of different people and, and possibly lose a title and go to somebody else. So I, there, there's, there's hope. I just don't know how the booking will go. Okay. Yeah, um, but um, let's let's move on to SmackDown, and I think this will again SmackDown for the second week in a row will be the the, the biggest part of what we talk about. Um, first of all, the, the Usos injury that that's a work, right? Uh, they they had a match against Chad Gable and Show. Yeah, looks like a work. I think there was like reports that it wasn't, but it looks completely like a work. Um, and you could say that Uso saw um, the Shields lose their titles on Raw and lose their spot at Survivor Series, and they didn't want to do the same. So they kind of just like, you know, hung out outside and feigned an injury. I could see that. I could see that. It, 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 it makes complete sense as a heel. Or a heel to sort of do that. I think the opposite, because I, I thought we saw kind of a double turn there. Like the, the what what Gable did and, and for people. And hold on. Hear me out here. Hear me out here. That was very unsportsmanlike. You might be right. Yeah. And, and hear me out here. The the match was uh, the tag the tag title match. Uh, the Usos versus Gable and uh, Benjamin. I think I want to say one minute into the match, um, Gable gives him a chop block, which was not unlike the chop block that um, the Usos gave Gable a year ago to win the titles. Um and basically, uh, I, I want to say it was Jimmy that was that was hit with the chop block. Um, they counted them out, and the match the match ended. And now there uh, there's a big question mark on if the Usos will 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 be able to continue and go on the Survivor Series and and actually def- or not will defend the honor of SmackDown. Um, I think there was kind of a double turn there. I, I think that the Usos have been getting babyface reactions ever since the Hell in a Cell match, and I think they're babyfacing them to set up to eventually lose the titles to Gable. And um and Benjamin. No, I can't see that because I don't feel like they've been pushing um Gable and then Benjamin as heels enough. I think they're just think or maybe just give them a reason guys. to lose. Or give them a reason. Give them a reason to lose as Survivor Series or an excuse. Yeah, I think it, I think it's aggressive. I think they were just aggressive in sort of how they're doing things, especially Gable, who has that. I guess it was a callback to last year when they injured him, but um, yeah, I, I could see. Yeah, but but it gives you it gives you a match where there is Usos are kind of like tweeners, anti heroes, and then against pure heels and Sheamus and Cesaro. And I'm glad that they finally did that with that match. I think definitely the Usos will be the cheered. They they will play the role as the face in that sort of. A match because I feel like people just hate Sheamus just in general <laughs> and won't find themselves cheering for Sheamus at all. Yeah, so that's how I feel like it will go. Um. Also, it was announced. Oh, do you want to go to the intergender Becky Lynch James Elworth match? No, you want to skip over that. Intergender. It was nice. I thought it was a good. It was a good throwback. We haven't seen one of those in a while. I've been. You know, you look back on the network and you see one of the inter- intergender matches in the early 2000s. And at some point, they just like, hey, we're, you know. But I mean, Ellsworth, Ellsworth didn't lay a hand on her. He just shoved her. I, 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 he just shoved her. It, I, was a, it was a well played out match. It was really, really good. It was really, really well orchestrated, at least. And now it looks like Carmella's, I don't know why, just kicked, you know, Ellsworth to the curb. But 
you know, her money in the bank thing still is just like up in the air. Like, what are they really going to do? I, I have no clue with that. I feel like I, I still put it up, put that on Starcade. But I also just gets to my gets me to my next point is that next week SmackDown will emanate from Charlotte, North Carolina, and you and you have Charlotte versus Natalia for the title next Tuesday. Um, is Charlotte winning the title next Tuesday for one more big shakeup for Survivor Series? I think they I have to do it. So. They have to do it. They have to I do think that. They would. I think, um, I think, granted, I think it would be major heat for Natalia. Yeah. If she didn't, I think if she managed to scurry off and get away with it, I think it would be huge for Natalia in terms of just like, hey, we really need to make her a heel who's like people worth, people want to boo. Yeah. So I think it's a possibility like, hey, we're going to do this. Wrestlers in their hometown have like a history of just like embarrassing themselves. And then you built a Starcade, but which is I, in the cage. Starcade, Starcade is in the cage. And I could see that too. You know, yeah. that makes it, then it makes complete sense. But I also feel like, man, do I really want to see Alexa Bliss versus Natalia? No, you don't. And and I think that the, I, I think WWE's and we'll get to this in, in, with our next point here. WWE is course correcting. Um, they're course correcting like crazy as far as Survivor Series goes. Because remember, two weeks ago it was a pay per view full of heel versus heel matches. And now we're kind of to see that wasn't working. Yeah, and and there was no heat for these matches, and they're course correcting everything in the last two weeks just to make sure that this comes off as a bigger show. And I think it's a better show for it, and we'll we'll get to that in a second. Um, but before we get to the the major point, which is the world title match between AJ Styles and Jinder Mahal, which came out of nowhere last weekend, (laughs) literally, I think they announced it on Friday that that AJ would not be facing this set. They announced it literally the day we recorded, so it was Thursday. They announced it early Thursday that um Yo, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. Switched the match and it was Jinder Mahal versus AJ Styles. Yeah, during the show, during the show they announced it because we were we were still recording that it would be AJ versus Jinder while we were talking about Jinder, ironically, and uh, yeah, and and then um we got the match tonight. So Rusev actually faced Randy Orton for the spot and he lost the spot. And then earlier today, I think this morning, Shane McMahon announced that John Cena is the fifth person on Team SmackDown. What a jerk! Like. <laughs> This pay per view, I I want what an asshole. I want a documentary or a one hour special or a thirty for thirty about Survivor Series twenty seventeen. This is the weirdest pay per view I've ever had the had the experience of seeing unfold. I feel like meningitis kind of. I don't know if it was like the sole proprietor of ruining this pay per view. It didn't ruin it. It made it better. This is true. This is true. It made it. It gave us Balor versus Styles, but I feel like, oh my God, the meningitis. I feel like it's, it's changed the course of history. Like, it's like we've shifted so much from where we were now, and now we're here, and, you know, matches have been changed. People aren't available. People are available. We have stuff like the main event where we had Styles versus, you know, Mahal, and. We'll get to that. Yeah, the 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 title match uh, as we go into this. But now we have John Cena in the match. It was previously speculated he was going to be the referee. The referee versus Lesnar. Absolutely, and 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 now that changes everything because I feel like again Cena's going to be hidden in this match. I feel like he's not going to do a lot. He's still filming uh, the Bumblebee movie, I think, right now. I feel like I I can't see John Cena given like fifty percent at all. Absolutely not. I feel like he definitely is going to give his all in this match. I don't think he's going to come out different. Well, he might. You know, you never know. But I will. I really. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to this in our in our Survivor Series changes. 
But I, I do agree that I think that John Cena will not be in the match that long. Um, okay. But AJ versus and AJ Styles versus Jinder Mahal, probably Jinder Mahal's best match ever. Uh-huh. You want? Can we agree with that? Uh, AJ Styles wins the heavyweight title from Jinder Mahal and he is going to Survivor Series to face Brock Lesnar and something that I personally did not see happening and remember I've been saying since you know the show start, this show began that I felt as though we were going to get AJ Jinder after Survivor Series he was going to win the he was going to win the title and they were going to kind of you know, send Jinder on his way with to Cena at, at WrestleMania. They do the title switch tonight, or not tonight? Yeah, uh, this Tuesday. Tuesday on Tuesday. Why do you think this happened on SmackDown this week? Um, I feel like uh, I'm, I'm going to cross out my reasoning that I had last week because of the terrorist attack. Yeah, but I'm going to say possibly low attendance maybe low just generally just no interest in Mahal versus I feel like the interest you get with Styles versus Lesnar is way more but then again you also have like weeks you have like a week to make it a huge deal yeah which is kind of crazy now but I feel like the Paul Heyman promo the Paul Heyman promo on Monday is gonna be crazy It makes no sense because now Jinder Mahal has nothing to do for Survivor Series. Like, he went from being the man to absolutely being, like, no value, no worth, nothing to do at Survivor Series. And he's not the fifth man. He's not. I thought he was going to be the fifth man. I thought they were saving it for whoever lost, but he's not. So it's kind of like, where does Jinder Mahal go from here? Um, I think that... I, I think it's partly what you said. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's because he's injured. I don't think it's because the experiment's over. I, I think, and I told you this earlier today. I think he'll still stay. He'll still hover at the upper mid, or, or upper like upper card for a while. But I think that they saw the, the better match with AJ Styles and Brock Lesnar. There was no heat. There was like, if you look at the past three weeks, Jinder got nothing off on Brock. He, there, there, yeah. it wasn't even believe. I said this should have been a pre-show match. Like the There's way, no way to make it believable. Yeah, and AJ is the better performer. AJ to me is someone who, for the second time in a month, has saved the company from not utter doom, but from, from an outcome that, that wouldn't have been favorable for them for their pay-per-views. This is the second pay-per-view in a row that he's done this. And I think that the gender it's the experiment. I don't think it's over. I just don't think, I just don't feel as though. And I said this before, there was no one else for him to beat. I feel like (laughs) there's no one else for him to beat. He wins it back in India. Well, 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 how about the you? Coronation maybe not. India. Maybe not do that in India. Maybe he gets it back at Clash of the. Well, well, even if he doesn't in India, AJ gets it back at Clash of the Champions. So they're just trading it back and forth. Like that still I, doesn't I make sense. I can see that. I can see that. I don't know if AJ Styles gets it back, but I can see Jinder Mahal completely winning it in India. I feel like this might be just for Survivor Series. Bro, the, the way that, but the way that AJ won, to me. Seem like so a convincingly. so convincingly meals like he didn't kick out the coloss. They still protected the coloss, but he did get out of the coloss. He's the only person that has escaped it in the past eight months. He 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 managed to outsmart the Sings. Jinder after the match attacked the Sings out of anger. Like this looked like a write off. To me, it looked like a write off. I'd have to see what happens. I, I and, I and really it, you know what's great. You know what's great. Like. 
we don't know what's going to happen next. Which is great. I think the unpredictability factor that I was talking about earlier in the show, like, we have that now. So yeah. it's kind of, like, oh, it's so amazing. And now we have Styles versus Lesnar, which is, like, once in a lifetime. When are we? When did we ever think we were going to see that ever? What a fucking, like, what a fucking career for AJ Styles. What a career. Like, I... time WWE champion. I didn't even... I, I mean, I think he was going to win it again, but I just... Didn't not now. Visualize it yeah, like again. like not now. Like not right now. Like I, he's really the guy. If I want to put my fantasy booking hat on, and you know I love to do this. You know I fantasy yeah. book all day long. I fantasy book while I'm sleep in the shower wherever. I'm fantasy booking wrestling all the time. Of course, I I do it's think the thing in the world. I do think that AJ Styles will. There's going to be a stipulation match. I think between these two, whether it be last man standing. Or some type of something's gonna happen between these guys. I don't know. I think we'll get. I think we'll get two more matches. I think Jinder is gonna win it back. I think he'll be a two-time a two-time champion. Um, and I think AJ will eventually will will ultimately be the guy who ends up being the, a three-time champion and get it back. I don't like the hot shotting of the title though. That's what the only reason. That's the only reason I don't like it because this this has been the first time in a while that the WWE title has been held for a very long time. I like the only reason why I like the sort of title switches is because I think it gives the division and it gives the title a little bit of a pulse. I think it, it, it shakes things up a bit. It's not necessarily like we have so many long reigns, and that's not nothing to knock against long reigns, but we have so many. I long love long reigns, I really like long reigns, so, <laughs> but we have so many credible contenders as well. Yeah, that don't get the opportunity because we have the long reigns. Like, look at Oscar's reign and how many credible contenders you know weren't necessarily in the wake of it. Look at uh, who, who else have had who's had a long reign, um, Neville. Neville had a long reign, and while his reign was good, look how many cruiserweights, you know, fell at the feet of it. And now it's like, what do you do with the division? You have Enzo at the beginning, and then you kind of just have to figure out what they're going to do again. Yeah, but that, that's my... so many credible guys. That's my problem, too, is that I feel like if AJ holds this title all the way to WrestleMania, which I think is the plan... It almost feels like he's in a Bret Hart type role, and 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 where he's holding it for someone else, if that makes sense. I can see that. Like, because I I think ultimately he might not lose it at Mania. I think he will lose it at Mania to either Nakamura or somebody. But um, Nakamura and AJ like, don't need the belt to me. Like you know, like Nakamura and AJ doesn't need the belt. They could just be doing it just to do it. They could just do it. I feel like if Styles does hold the belt. I feel like Trinder will be the champion going into WrestleMania anyway, so I'm just going to stick with that. Um, but I feel like if Style does hold the belt, I don't think it really sort of matters who they um, who they really put him against. Yeah, yeah. this is going to be a secondary program to, I guess, the Universal title. Universal title is going to be the main event. Yeah. The Brock Lesnar is the last, possibly last match in WWE. It's going to be the big main attraction. Yeah. So I think it, this will just be secondary, subsidiary. Like, it, 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 not to say it won't matter, but it won't matter as much. If the match so is good, is. it will matter. If the match is right. fire, it will, it'll matter. Absolutely. Like, I... I don't like to say that the matches don't, don't won't matter before they happen because we said that with Undertaker and Batista. Um, we said that with the Edge versus Undertaker match that, that closed WrestleMania 24. Like we were just like, uh, like we we weren't we weren't sure what we were gonna get there. But um, I I do I'm concerned because I thought it was gonna be a clash of the champions. You've got you've got two more you know 
um, opportunities for this to happen. I, I again, we're we were both kind of right. Yeah, we're both kind of right and wrong because I I said that he wasn't going into 2018 or he wasn't leaving with the belt at the end of the year. He could still technically, you know, he he could still technically lose the belt. But I never expected. I just expected. And the thing is, they could also be doing this to protect um, gender from Lesnar, too, which, which would go to your point where it's like have AJ take the pin to Lesnar and then have gender get the belt back so they don't lose it. He doesn't lose any of his heat. Right. And, and, and I and I think I mean, sure. But um, how do you rank gender's title for his first title reign? I, I'm assuming he'll get a second one or a second short one. Greatest or rank it uh, or grade it. How would you grade his title reign? Grade it. I would give it a. Probably a crap. Um, you gotta think of his his matches a with C. a C. I would give him C. I would give it a C. What? Okay. What great match did he have during the the rain? <laughs> AJ. <laughs> <laughs> so that's enough for a C. <laughs> I think no. I think a C is like you pass, but you didn't do great. I think he was a possible champion. I think everyone hates him. I think he he. He his stock grew because of it. Uh, he didn't have any of the great matches because because of it, but he did. I think he accomplished. He brought attention to the belt. He uh, he was a heel who was very much so hated. He carried the champion. He, it, it gave it some sort of attention in the least. Like people were talking about it. I mean, if people think of think of when Dean Ambrose was champion and. You know how many people talked about that? Think about when who was before him, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, when they were champion. How many people were talking before that? I think he brought attention to the title. I just think you know he just they, the business part of it superseded the the, the sense. Part the, of it. the sense it, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> it, it didn't. Yeah, it just it just kind of kind of sullied it in a bit. But I still think he's a passable champion. Here, here's I where I disagree. Here's where I disagree with you. And and here, and here's my thing. Like, as much as, as as I'll give it a D, but you can still pass with a D. Wow. But um, I Barely. for it. But here's my thing, Mills. Um, for the first six months of his title reign, it felt like the only six months of his title. <laughs> it felt like the. It felt like he. The belt was making him. It felt like the belt was making him. And he had this belt. He was beating these guys, but he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't like a the most hated heel in the show. He was a heel that was that was kind of just getting by on the on those those same promos. I think the last two months with this Survivor Series program, the stuff with AJ, and maybe like the last Nakamura match, it finally felt like he was the champion and he, he was settling into it. It was a long time before we got there, Mills. Like we had to watch this guy lose to John Cena. We had to watch this guy look like a fool almost weekly on promos, or whether Randy Orton showing up and RKOing him out of nowhere, ruining his, his Indians the, the the Indian celebration. The great the great Kali came back. Like none of these had anything to do with making that belt better until he went to India a couple weeks ago on that tour. To the championship, no matter what. Like I feel like, um, it, I think he accomplished what he's supposed to accomplish. I think he accomplished what he was supposed to, and 
you know, he was a champion, and I think next reign might be a little bit better. I think he still he brings he brings attention to the championship. Um, as much as you say the championship is making him, there's also a part of it that's like, wow, Jinder Mahal champion, this jerk. Uh, like, you know, uh, I feel like I, you I, like gender. I feel like you like gender more than I feel like you like gender more than I do, though. I feel like you like gender more than than you did a I, couple I months ago. I tolerate gender more than you do. I don't tolerate. I don't tolerate the motherfucker. Yeah, I don't. I don't tolerate the motherfucker at all. I'm a primo mark. Remember. Yeah, and and but I I'm and I'm fifty fifty on him getting it back. I'm still fifty fifty on him getting it back because of the way that the plans have changed. There was no way that I was that that I thought AJ was winning that match on Tuesday. There's no. I was like he's he's losing. I I kind of I imagined it because I was like why would they book it otherwise? Like I felt like. And then the place and the time. And but I thought you everything. booked it. I thought you booked it to have the sings or, or him cheat so that AJ has a reason to come back to it in three weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like you could have done that. You could have done that at, at Starcade and then have it happen at Clash of Champions or something like Starcade's that. Starcade's not being televised, though. Yeah, but he's, it's still marquee in a sense. Like, there's still big things happening. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, it's um, it's it's weird, but I mean, Jinder Mahal, they, his first reign is over. It's in the books. Um, well, I have no clue what's going on, guys. I can't tell you. <laughs> like, I yeah. I think that AJ may lose it again. Not in India. I don't think he's losing it in India. I think he'll lose it at Clash and he'll get it back at Rumble. We'll see. We'll see. Only time will tell. Um, how do you feel about the Survivor Series changes that they've made so far? The you know the card is pretty much set. I think we were missing like one more woman in the women's match. We have to see how the the Charlotte Natty match breaks out on Tuesday, and I think I think I think the Shield might do the New Day thing. They're they're doing the social media stuff with it right now. But have the changes made the show better or worse? Styles versus Brock Lesnar instantly makes it 100% better. As much as I talk about gender, you know, and I tolerate him being champion, there's no question that Styles is the better competitor, better attraction. This is the better attraction of a match. This is a better use of Brock Lesnar and his limited time left in the WWE. In limited, like, in limited physicality. Like, he's, he's not that great in the ring. Yeah, he's not that great in the so, ring anymore. Um, AJ's going like, to bump. AJ's going to bump for this guy like crazy. And I cannot wait to see it. I think I think um, Lesnar will put in a little bit of extra effort because I think he respects AJ Styles. I think he did that with Punk a few years ago. Yeah, um, absolutely. And he probably might just do it. I think if he respects the person, he'll do a little bit more. He bumped his ass off for Goldberg. I think there was respect there. He he, he played a little bit up for Goldberg. Um, so I think you know that will happen as well. Um, I think the five on five match is better. It's not the main event. But the men, the men's five on five. I think the men's five on five is going. I think that's going forty five minutes. Too many faces. Too many faces in the match. Not enough heels. Not enough of a uh, damn that guy. That dastardly. Like the only heel on the SmackDown team is who? I don't even think there is one. There isn't one. There, there, there are no heels on SmackDown team. But I think so that only, leaves it. That leaves so it. The only heel in the match is Samoa Joe. Uh, Braun. Well. You're right, but I but there's yeah. a there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity for fuckery in that match outside. Outside, agree. outside fuckery. I think Kane's going to be involved in that match. I think Sami Zayn and KO are going to be involved in that match. I think that, um, I think the Miz could possibly be involved in that match too. You know, like I, there's a lot of possibilities that could that Why could happen. The there. Miz in that match that makes no sense. 
Well, because they have to. Hey, hey, and also, Baron Corbin has a like the Baron Corbin mismatch hasn't been talked about at all. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, that's happening. <laughs> that's definitely happening. Missing Cara happening. That's why. Oh, you I'm think you you think Cara. you really think Sankara is gonna get it? Well, that'd be a nine minute match that Baron Corbin Miss will. I just don't want there to be a bunch of interferences and, and run-ins in Survivor Series. I want these matches to be, um, other than the five-on-five, because that's what always happens in these matches. Other than that, like the singles matches and the tag matches, I want them to be like solid, you know, undisputed. This is the winner. This is the loser, you know? Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to Well, the, the tag team match, all the championship, the champion versus champion matches, I could see maybe not the main event. Well, actually, yeah, the main event, but or or how uh, about how about gender interferes to help AJ lose or something like that? I think that'd be cool. Or you could that would be cool. I well, think I don't know too many interferences. You you, you got to pick one. Yeah, you got to because if there's gonna be an interference heavy match, you can't have them in every in every match. Yeah, you can't if there's gonna be interference heavy show. We can't even just have that go on because it's gonna make everyone look stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think that'd be crazy. Um, I th- I think. I mean, not not much is happening with NXT this week. I think this is their their uh, they're kind of like a, a, a iffy show today. I, I didn't watch it. Haven't I seen it yet. It. Haven't seen it yet. But I, I do know that it's a Roderick Strong uh, Adam Cole match, and uh, I don't think it ends decisively. So, uh, just a spoiler there. So, um, ne- but next right. week, next week for sure, uh, me and you will be going over the massive, massive survivor series cards um and we'll also be going over the nxt takeover card we'll be giving our thoughts on that um and we'll also be giving our analysis on what we think is going to happen going into the show and that's going to be a pretty uh huge show for us yeah our, episode our, four our we're first. in episode three right now I know, so it's pretty good it's crazy but this has been a crazy week uh i feel like we we've, we've, we've accurately and adequately provided our commentary on what happened on this crazy week of wrestling i hope that they, we can slow down going into survivor series but i feel like it's only going to turn up uh we've got two big shows next week um obviously survivor series nxt takeover you also have an roh show and um we're who knows bullet club could show up or something like that in the next couple of days the way that it's going like now i have no clue what's going on in wrestling anymore
Okay. Uh, my <laughs> match. <laughs> I, I am not watching that fucking match at all. Uh, my match of the my match of the week is from the absolutely excellent uh, New Japan Power Struggle card from last weekend. Uh, I would go out of your way to watch the whole thing, but my match of the week is um, Kota Ibushi versus Ta- uh, versus Tanahashi. Um, I think to me that is probably right now in my top five matches of the year. Um, absolutely great match. Uh, Kota Ibushi is still one of my favorite performers. I, I think I, I kind of slept on him this year. He's been kind of quiet. I think uh, other than a couple G one matches, I, I didn't. I was kind of cool with, but this is the match that like. Him and Tanahashi just have magic, and I think that they are absolutely excellent together. Um, and I think the story here is that, you know, Kota Ibushi looked up to Tanahashi for all of his life, and um, they finally got a chance to go at it, and he wanted to beat him to prove himself and win the Intercontinental title. Um, the match is just great. It goes about 27 minutes. Um, I, I can't... That's a great... It's, it's fucking incredible. I, I put it up there with anything from... Any promotion this year, I, I fucking love this match. Go out of your way to find Kota Ibushi versus Tanahashi at Power Struggle 2017. That is my match of the week. And, and don't forget The Rock versus Rikishi, too. Yeah. Seriously, no. <laughs> Watch that last. Watch that last. Watch that last. You don't have to, you don't have to make time. Yeah. If you're busy doing the dishes or, you know. Yeah, well, you want to watch it, watch some stuff, you know. Watch that shit. Uh, but yes, that that has been <laughs> the third episode of the A Show. Thank you guys for listening once again. If you have any questions, if you want to give us any of your hot takes, hey, we should just start taking hot takes and just reading them on air and, and saying how we feel about it. Give us your hottest. Give us your how to give us your hottest takes and, and hashtag it hottest takes, and we'll definitely read it. We'll definitely read it on the show next week. Um, but yeah, that, that's been the show. I want to thank everybody for listening. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, it is at OGJohnny5 and at Meals, M-E-E-L-Z TV. Thank you, Meals, for being on the show tonight. No problem, man. And this, is, this has been a, you know, a, a, a different set of circumstances, but we got it done. Yeah, we got so it done. Here we are. We, we, it's been a pretty busy week for the show to start, and I want to say we've only just begun the A show, your, your number one stop for hot takes. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week on Survivor Series Weekend. And what are y'all gonna do? Nothing! Under Siege 2. I want to know. Angle, turn angle, turn angle. He's getting bring the raw locker room out here. It's about time. That's what I'm talking about.